Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today on Missionary Talks, I'm talking with Don and Carolyn Carney. I've talked with Don Carney before and interviewed him, but uh, today I want to talk to them about furlough. And they just came back from a a six-week furlough in the States and wanted to just find out from them what their ideas of furlough is, what the purpose of furlough is, and then why they would do a shorter furlough as opposed to a longer furlough. On, in contrast, my family's getting ready to leave the field for a year and do a, what we'd consider a standard year-long furlough. So I wanted to talk to them to find out what what kind of the differences are and the different uh, philosophy is behind that. First of all, uh, could one of you all tell us what furlough is? Furlough is a time when a missionary goes back, I think, is it Acts 13 or 14, somewhere there? He goes back and gives a report to his church. His churches, to the people that have supported him and prayed for him, lets them know, know what they've been spending their money for or how their prayers have been answered. So it's a time of accountability to your churches back there. And then how do you actually accomplish that, that accountability factor? I don't know that there's a rule that says how often you have to go back, but we try to schedule... Uh, we're doing shorter ones uh, right now, and we try to schedule so many churches, try to keep it as tight of an area as we can to make it more economically feasible. But we go back, we schedule time with them. Many times what we do is we show them slides. We have a DVD presentation. Many times we'll, they'll ask us questions. We'll get to preach. And so we're able to answer many of their questions. We're able to show them and, and tell them what God has been doing. Carolyn, y'all, y'all been on the field for, for almost 20 years. Now, you, recently, you've been doing shorter furloughs. But in the past, y'all have done year-long furloughs. What's your thoughts on the differences between the longer ones and the shorter ones? We did the longer ones. We First, we did one for seven months, and then we did one for a year. And then ever since then, we've just done the shorter ones, like six weeks, maybe a couple months. When we had our family, more of our family, our, we're still here in the home. We stayed home a little longer because it costs more to take everybody home. Then these last few years, since the children are gone, it's an opportunity for us to go back and visit our churches, but also catch up with our family some. I think that it's just there are a lot of factors when you're doing a furlough with a family because furlough is a time when you can reconnect a little bit with the states and the things there and the people there and so that's important for your children because someday they're probably going to go back and so probably when you have a family it's good to design your furloughs with that in mind that you're going to try and provide opportunities for them to get to know how things are there, get to know some people there so that they feel comfortable because someday they're going to have to go back and live there. Good point. I hadn't thought about that as, as a person with younger children. Our daughter has never lived in the U.S., and so for her this will be an opportunity to get to get to know the culture there as well. Recently, it's been a deal where the missionary goes to the field for four years, comes back for a year. Why do you think it started that way and and not had a shorter furlough in the past, in the historical past? Well, it depends, I guess, distance-wise, but many times then they went to a place and they had to go at the beginning in a boat or they didn't have the airplanes we have now, and so it wasn't that convenient. You had a long trip over and a long trip back, whereas you can get in a plane now and fly most any place 10, 12 hours, and you're there and, 
and, and, and can be back home. So if you're really far away, it's more difficult, I think, to come back more often. We're in Mexico. If we chose to, we could go home more often. We, have, we are choosing that now. But in the beginning, we didn't. So I think a cost factor was a real practical thing. And then I think also, if you go in your first term and you come home real soon, you may not go back. That's when a lot of missionaries, a lot of missionary attrition. So I think the, the distance, the cost, and the just let's make sure they're there long enough to get accustomed to the place and want to go back. I think another factor is if, for example, we still had small children in our home or teenagers, kids that were in school studying, I wouldn't want to take them out of the middle of a school year if I were in a homeschool situation or whatever. If I were going back, I'd want to stay at least nine months so they could be plugged into a real school. So that's another factor, variable, and depending on the family, the situation, I think that we need to take into account. What does it do to your church uh, back on the field when you're gone for, for six weeks or, or a year? Well, if you're gone for a year, I think obviously it has a bigger effect. The longer you're gone the more effect it has. A positive effect or a negative effect? <laughs> negative. <laughs> I mean, from our standpoint, negative, because after so long, things can start to fall apart. So that's one reason we feel like a, the shorter furloughs work better for us and for our church, because it's, it's a limited period of time when it gives them an opportunity to step up and do things and then when we come back, if they've they've stepped up and they're doing something, then we try not to take it back. We let them continue on with their responsibility. I think the shorter periods of time for us work well because we're gone for a while. They they're, they start doing it, and they're proud to do it and to take care of it. And then when we come back, we can kind of see how, how it went. As far as the pastor's viewpoint, uh, do you have problems finding people to preach for you and cover cover your space there? Or do you have people in the church that can cover that for you? This last time we just came back from, what, eight weeks being gone. And we had my our son Jeff, which we're fortunate, he works with us. He preached this, this Sunday morning sermons, the eight Sundays. And then Sunday evening we had a couple neighboring missionaries. One of them is called David Peach. I don't know if you know him. He filled in a time or two for us. And then we did have three of our men that preached covered a total of four or five sermons, and uh, that was a, that was a good opportunity for them. Uh, I haven't been able to personally talk to them how it went, but it was I think it was good for the church too to see that not just the the missionary can speak. That our goal is we want them to be able to speak and them to be able to preach. So it's challenging, but it's also an opportunity uh, like for them to step up to the plate. Your church is five, six years old. You've got some people in the church that have been there for a while, and therefore, you know, they've they've grown and matured some. Do you think it would be a bit different if the church were 15, 20 years old? Would you feel more comfortable leaving or, or not necessarily? Hopefully, yes. If if we wouldn't feel more comfortable in twice the time or three times the time, then we really haven't have done our job, have we? Because the goal is to be able to have a Mex we're in Mexico, so have a Mexican church. That means Mexican leadership. And we're working on it, but we're sure a long way off yet. In our situation with our family, we're going to be going back for a year-long furlough. And it works out well for us because we've accomplished what we came here to do. We've got a church started. We've got somebody else that's going to take the church. And so when we leave the field for furlough, then we're not coming back to this ministry. So that works out real well. 
But do you think that's realistic that uh, most missionaries could start a ministry in four years? I don't know if there is today, but there used to be real pressure. Okay, every four years, what church did you start? I think if we put the same restraint on the average pastor in the States, and I was a pastor for several years, that would be unbelievable pressure. Uh, the truth is, I don't think in the Bible it gives us periods of time when we have to accomplish certain things. And I think many, many times to try to turn it over too quickly is disastrous. I mean, the pastor, the Mexican pastor, the national pastor goes on with the work, but the church never becomes the church it should become. So there are pros and cons to it, but I think it could be a lot of dangers. If you assume that was the rule, every four years we have to start one, turn it over, and then we start again. And God doesn't work the same way in every situation with every missionary and with every place. Some, some places in the world, it could be that something just takes off and there is the leadership there, and so there can be more churches established. But other times, it takes a lot longer to really get the church and to get the people where, where they need to be to be able to go on. And I guess that's really my point for, for talking to you about this, is that different situations dictate different needs and such. On furlough, the church is back on the field. think that you go back to, for furlough for vacation, and then often people in the churches in the States uh, believe the same thing. How would you answer that uh, to your to your supporting church back in the states when they say, "Oh, you're here for your one year vacation"? How would you answer that one? Well, if a vacation is a change of what you're doing and a change of scenery, then it's a vacation. <laughs> but it's it can be very very tiring because it's a lot of traveling, and so it's not a vacation in the sense that. You're just free and you can just sit back and relax. It's um, traveling from one church to another and being in a different place with different people all the time. And it is nice, and I think we do enjoy it. We enjoy <clears throat> seeing the people in our churches and uh, seeing our families again. But it is it is very tiring. You want to put your best foot forward when when you go into a church, and it's the one opportunity you have for in every four or five years to give them an update. And you want, I'm not saying you want to make a good impression, but you do. <laughs> you do want to, you do want to give the most positive thing that you can. So you're sort of on your toes. You want to be, you want to be at your best when you've been traveling a lot. Sometimes that's, that's difficult, but it is, it is a blessing and it is, and we were encouraged as we as we went around our churches this last time, we were encouraged by the the people we met, the pastors, and so in that sense, it's um, it's an upbeat thing. How do you answer the uh, the people back on the field as far as when they say it's a vacation, Brother Carney? When we came back this time, we decided that there was confusion. Uh, Carolyn was telling me, you know, I don't really think the people get what why we're leaving and what we're doing. And so we decided the first Sunday back in the morning service, because different folks come in the morning, they come in the evening, whether they should or shouldn't isn't the issue, they do. And so we decided in the morning service, I would give a brief explanation of what, what furlough is, the same explanation in the evening service. And I think for some of them it was a surprise. I said, you know, several of you have asked me how my vacation went. Well, we got to see our children. That was wonderful. Spend a little time with them, our parents. That was great. 
But visiting, in our case, it was 7,000 miles in four weeks, four or five weeks, wasn't really that relaxing. And so we tried to explain to them, look, you don't have to pay us as, as your pastor, and praise the Lord for that. One day you have to pay a Mexican pastor. But these other churches that do pick up the tab, provide our support, we need to go home and explain to them what we've been doing and why. And so I think maybe at least a few of them caught the idea, well, you know, they get to see their family, that's nice, but they're also doing something very valuable for them to be able to continue to stay here and not be supported financially here on the field. Do you think furlough is absolutely necessary, or could could it be done a different way, that reporting back to the churches? I guess if I were a pastor now in the States, I would think there was maybe something not quite right if a missionary that we faithfully support and pray for would never want to come back and see us again and give us a report, that kind of would smell like there's a pig in a poke. But, but on the other hand, I don't know, I guess there are two, there are two sides to that. I believe from the pastor's side, he, he, not all of them want you every time to come back, but he, he would like to see you. And, and for us, this last time, it was really great to connect with some of our folks, uh, meet some new pastors, uh, re-meet some old folks that we hadn't seen for a while and, and to hear people say, listen, we pray for you every day. We want you to know that. And we've done this and we've done the other. You know, that was an encouragement to know that. And if we hadn't gone home, they'd never had the opportunity to tell us. I think it's very important for them to see you and for you to see them because you can just, I don't want to say hide away on the mission field, but you can become so engrossed with and so taken up with everything that you're doing here in your life here, that you lose touch with the way it is back there, and you, it's easy to to minimize what these churches are doing for you. They are faithfully supporting you, and so I think I think it helps us, and I think it helps them. It helps them to it brings you right to the front of their mind, so that they're probably going to remember to pray for you mm-hmm. a little more. And the know, and then they know you a little more personally. That you talk to them, you share some things, and it helps you because you're not just a lone ranger off all by yourself. You have a support group that, and you realize that once you've been home and talked to them and been around to the churches. As we close here, is there anything you'd like to say to church people who may find this idea of furlough kind of a, a new concept for them? And is there anything? you'd like to encourage them about it with, or maybe something that you could tell them that they wouldn't know about furlough and what it takes. I, I'm thinking if you're gone for a year, then, you know, it's it's easiest uh, to get rid of the home and store your stuff that you can, sell what you, sell what you have to, and then when you come back, set all up again. I say easiest, you know, as far as cost goes, but that's a lot of work involved. And that's, that's one thing that I think is maybe surprising to people back home. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to share along those lines? Yeah. You know, in that thinking of that whole scenario, we did that our first two furloughs. When we left the field, we moved out of the house we were renting, packed everything into a storage room and went home. And that's okay. We we could do that. We came back and we set up a home again. I would say this that if you think about your family and your children, sometimes they would probably prefer to just have a home on the field and to be able to leave and come back to that home 
That's assuming you're staying in more or less in the same place. And so that that's a whole other factor, too, because it, it, it can become very... Probably people in the states or in the churches do not realize uh, upsetting it can be and unsettling for the family that to be every however many years picking up and packing up all your stuff and sticking it in a in the storage place and going home coming back getting another home and um, it is nice many sometimes missionary families choose to maintain their home on the field and that's probably one reason because it gives stability to the family well, I just think it's it's neat to see that the biblical principles to be responsible and going home furlough is like is like a missionary recognizing you know what if it weren't for those people back there we wouldn't be able to be here or stay here or do here what we're doing so furlough is a good reminder for us boy we sure have a lot of friends that are helping us do what we want to do you've been listening to missionary talks with david peach Please visit us at missionarytalks.com.